Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue our study of Ephesians with a biblical look at the employer-employee relationship. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 5 through 9 reads, Slaves, be obedient to those who are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in the sincerity of your heart as to Christ. The best application to this passage in our time is to substitute the word master for employer and slave for employee. If Jesus is your Lord, this portion of the Bible has very important applications for what you do and how you do it. This passage applies appropriately to employees and employers, and it answers the same question for both. Who's the boss? After we answer that question, we'll look at spiritual labor laws for employees and employers. Please follow along with Pastor Harris as he teaches today's portion of this week's message entitled, Spirit-Led Servants of Christ. The spiritual labor law is obedience. Unless your boss asks you to do something in direct conflict with Scripture, and you know those guardrails, if they tell you to do something that God says you can't do, or they tell you you can't do something God says you must do, you have a higher calling. We must obey God rather than men. But otherwise, be obedient to your employer. Now you might be thinking, well, this guy doesn't know my boss. Oh, yeah, I do. I think I do. I used to work for him. In God's wonderful promise, uh, providence, I happened to get my first uh, outside of, you know, my allowance for taking out the trash and cleaning up after the dog and stuff like that. I, my first real job that had a paycheck for a dollar sixty-five an hour. I'm old, okay? Um, I had that boss. He wasn't a Christian, and neither was I. This was the year before I got saved, and I think God wanted me to have this little bit of training before I came to know him. He did not know the Lord, profess to know the Lord. He certainly didn't know this passage because he never gave up threatening. That was the only way he knew how to give instructions was with a threat attached. He wasn't nice. He wasn't compassionate. He wasn't kind. I think he enjoyed firing people more than he enjoyed hiring them. He was a nasty man. And I worked for him. I didn't get fired. I, you know, did a lot of under-the-breath sort of stuff going on there. Interestingly, my, my brother, my older brother, was in the same industry. And it was a grocery store. I was a box boy. I'll have to tell some of you what that actually meant. Um, somebody used to bag your groceries for you. It was pretty cool. Take them out to the car if you want them to. Anyway, the, um, my brother was in the same industry, and he worked at a different store, and he had 
a wonderful boss. And I had this terrible one. And my brother would give me some advice about how to, how to not get fired in the, in the midst of all that. And interestingly, my brother moved on, finished college, got his, got the, his dream job. And, and his other boss came to me and said, um, would you come to work for me? And I prayed about that for a millisecond. I didn't pray then, but I thought, yeah, I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll do that for you. And I did and worked for this wonderful guy on the other end of the spectrum. And you have to learn, serving the Lord requires that you obey in situations where there is someone over you. There's a, a similar passage in First uh, Peter. You probably know this one, First Peter 2, 18 through 20. Servants, be submissive to your masters with all respect. You would think Peter had read Paul. Well, he actually had. Not only to those who are good and gentle, but also to those who are unreasonable, the ones that don't give up threatening. For this finds favor if, for the sake of conscience toward God, a man bears up under sorrows when suffering unjustly. For what credit is there if, when you sin and are harshly treated, you endure it with patience? But if, when you do what is right and suffer for it, and you patiently endure it, this finds favor with God. The principle is, you do what's right, trust God to take care of you, He will be faithful to watch out for you. Oh, and by the way, you're not even allowed to mouth off along the way. I wasn't a Christian yet under boss number one. I didn't know this part coming up here, the next three verses in First Peter 2. For you also have been called for this purpose, since Christ also suffered for you. The implication is, sometimes working under that master can be suffering. Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example for you to follow in His steps, who committed no sin, nor was any deceit found in His mouth. And while being reviled, He did not revile in return while suffering. He uttered no threats, but kept entrusting Himself to Him who judges righteously. If you work in a lousy situation, it may frustrate you. And let's be realistic, there are such situations. Um, it may be painful. It, it can be a real robber of your joy. If you want to know how to handle it, start with the first spiritual labor law. Obey and don't complain. Your example is Christ. And remember this, your audience is Christ. He's the one to whom you will ultimately answer. Second spiritual labor law for employees. Give respect to your employer. Doing it with fear and trembling. It's not talking about cowering in terror. It's talking about giving respect and honor. Treat your employer as worthy of respect and honor. And notice it does not ask you to evaluate whether you think he or she is worthy of honor. Treat them as if they are just like give honor to those government authorities over you with whom you share absolutely nothing in common by way of moral convictions. Still, honor them. Kind of like honor father and mother, which is a command from God that has a promise attached to it. Now, if you never thought of this, let me suggest to you, most of the time, treating your boss like that leads to blessing. If you're faithful to treat bosses and employers this way, 
you're almost always going to wind up being treated better than employees um, who grouse, complain, gossip, cut corners. Now, here's a question, a legitimate question. Well, what if your employer asks you to do something wrong? Um, Well, I'm happy to say that hasn't happened to me lately in my job. Uh, It's been a long time, but I've been there. After I did come to the Lord and I worked for the next guy, and uh, hey, I got a raise. The union negotiated a new wage. I went from $1.65 to $1.67 and a half cents an hour. And I worked on the 4th of July one time. I got paid triple time. I made $5 in an hour. Whoa, that was awesome back then. And then I got offered a job where um, my pre-overtime rate was about $8 an hour, and there was overtime every day. And I just thought, okay, I'll go do that. And in that job, I now had come to know the Lord. I now had read Ephesians, and I tried to apply it as diligently as I could. I worked really hard. And this was a pretty kind man. Um, The results were very pleasing. I became his favorite. It resulted in me getting, um, uh, if there was a choice between two things to do, I usually got the better one. And and he, you know, he just, he he played favorites, but that's okay because I was his favorite. That's how I thought of about it. But one day, he sent me on a very specific errand, and he told me to lie to a customer. I'll never forget her name. It was Mrs. Honoroff, and we all thought she was off, never on. Um, she, she had dealt with nearly everybody in this, cup, in this company. She was, um, to be as kind as I can, totally abrasive, systematically irritating, just, I mean, she just couldn't say anything without an edge on it. And she was usually angry. And she was upset that it had been something that had been done or not done the way she wanted. And, and she had made everybody miserable. And it came to me that day, okay, take this thing back to her and here's what you're to say. And he told me to lie. Wow. All of a sudden, the very same scriptures that I had obeyed to become this guy's favorite required me to say, I can't obey you. That was interesting. Now, uh, I'm glad to say we worked it out, and I was still his favorite. As I drove to where I was, I figured out what I was going to say to Mrs. Honoroff that would be honest, and I was going to go tell my boss what happened, and is God good or what? She wasn't home. (laughs) And I worked it out. And I said, Gene, I really appreciate working for you. I love this job. College is expensive, and you're taking a big edge off of that, and I thank you. But Jesus Christ is my Lord, and I can't lie. I'm not lying when I tell you I like working here, but I can't lie for you. On a moral issue like honesty, it's not disrespectful to explain why you can't obey and to seek another course of action. And if you do it in a loving and respectful way, you're almost certainly going to create an opportunity to share your faith. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.